going on ladies and gents? Checking one, two, one, two, one, two. Perfect. Microphone's working. What's going on guys? Welcome to episode 16 of the uh, Feel for Football podcast. I'm your host Sanchez Bailey and I'm not feeling the best. I'm not going to lie to you. Like pre-cold vibes, which is why I got my scarf on, which is why you're going to see me sweat a bit. <laughs> so if you do, you've got to sweat it out. You've got to let this, this pre-cold get out of the system, you know? Um... Yeah, I almost was going to pull the plug and be like, let me just take, let me just call in sick. But do you know what? Um, I'm beginning to see the podcast picking up a bit and I really want to keep the momentum going. You know, uh, hope everyone's well. Now, this is the topic that I've been inspired by, you know, throughout the week I maintain contact with clients, some people that I've worked with before or even just athletes in general, you know. And um, it's been a busy week in terms of me contacting and just staying in touch with, you know, different um, levels of athletes and I got inspired for this topic just speaking to a number of them and you know uh, I was speaking to one in particular uh, I'll you know keep the person anonymous and they were just saying how busy they were you know playing every three days the schedule's hectic and there's a lot going on for them you know uh, and that just made me think goodness gracious me we're at this um, I don't know what the project's called this time um, round, but, you know, we had Project Restart. And Project Restart had so many fixtures, games on a weekend, games in a midweek, and then returning back on the weekend, back-to-back every single week. And that's taxing. That's taxing a lot on, you know, the mentality of uh, an individual. There's not much... Excuse me, there's not much rest. Uh, Taxing on, on the physicality. You saw how many injuries there were during the whole project restart and you're seeing injuries happen now. And so I feel like this is a topic that I feel like I need to speak about. Now I'm going to give you a generic uh, perspective. However, as the weeks go by, I really want to break this down into much detail throughout a season and maybe do a series on elements. And it made me think about sleep. It made me think about conditioning, you know, and it made me think about uh, people within your off the field like your surroundings your social world and I think those three are very important especially if you're having those uh, fixtures back to back but even if especially if you're returning back to football and you're really trying to step, stay on top of your game recovery is going to be ever so important and I want to break down recovery into these three dimensions where we're talking about sleep we're talking about conditioning and we're talking about your your social surroundings Let's focus on sleep because this is a topic that I want to break down in maybe in a series or maybe uh, in a full episode with an athlete that I'll speak to as well. But just kind of going over sleep now. Sleep is so important for a footballer, you know, Um, and it's going to be very interrupted. It's very hard for you to develop the most amount of consistency with sleep because of fixtures, late night traveling and, you know, uh, pre-match, not anxiety, but pre-match and arousal and post-match arousal you know so consistency in sleep is very difficult to achieve in football however sleep is very important by not having enough sleep there is a number of negative effects that it can have on performance you know one of them being poor decision making inappropriate attention being paid towards a task we're talking about decreased ability to process information 
lack of or decreased endurance and each one of those can have a negative effect on performance and they can actually appear in every single one of your performances so let's just focus on poor attention you know if you're tired you're you're less sharp in your mind you know the processing information a lot less quicker and, and, and a lot less crisper as if you had a little bit more um, sleep Let's talk about the lack of sleep in terms of making decisions. You know, you're less sharp in your mind. You know, decisions will be um, maybe slightly delayed, a split second. We're talking about even the ability to process information, either uh, when you're calculating and, and reading the game. We're talking about the elements of you processing information from the coach, maybe from pre-match or even during the game as you're hearing commands. When you do have a lack of sleep, you are at risk of being hyper or hypo-aroused. You know, where you might be overzealous for the game or you might be underzealous, um, essentially, or under-aroused, where your energy levels might not be quite there in terms of what's required for a, a good level of performance from yourself. And another factor of you not sleeping well is that it can have effect on poorer eating, you know. So, so there's a number of effects that a lack of sleep can have. And this is something that a lot of players um, suffer from. Now, let me show some understanding. It's very difficult for you to go to sleep very or at a decent time and get quality amount of sleep when you have a big game. Um, also, the, the, the night of the match, it's hard for you to, to get good quality sleep as well. And bearing in mind that those are going to be late nights for you like, and that's acceptable. Um, and I'm going to touch on it a little bit and give some recommendations and just show some understanding with that. But I do want to just acknowledge that I'm not saying that everyone needs to go to sleep at 10 o'clock. Like, that's not what I'm coming from. I'm very realistic in my approach. And um, I just wanted to bring a bit of awareness to what the effects can be when you do not have, a, you know, quality sleep. And hopefully maybe you can start seeing some similarities to, to maybe times when you didn't. And I'm hoping that there's some people that are listening today that are a little bit more aware of how sleep can affect them and, and hopefully from this episode you become can become a little bit more aware and my challenge for everyone today is I'm going to provide a number of recommendations a little bit later or literally in a moment and I'm hoping that if you do feel like you're not getting quality of sleep try this out for a little bit you know and hopefully these things will add value to you in in your performances uh, just as a side note before I progress into sleep a little bit more I try not to give you too much terminologies because um, I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing actually in reflection sometimes but I try and give you the tools in, in terminology that I feel like you can just apply and you don't have to really think too deep about some of the terminologies I try and synthesize it and like make it a little bit more in relatable terms especially because I don't know there's so many age groups that listen to this and so uh, with that being said there's different stages of sleep right and I'm not going to go into terms of the terminologies of them, but there's a stage of sleep that's not very secure, essentially, where it's easy for you to go in and out of it. It's easy for you to wake up. But then there's a deeper stage of sleep, which is um, best for us to achieve. When you're able to get yourself to the deeper stages of sleep, this is where there's better effects of performance from good quality sleep. We're talking improved concentration. We're talking almost the, the reverse effect from the negative. So we're talking improved endurance, uh, improved concentration on task. So those are benefits of improved and good quality sleep. And I just want to leave some generic 
uh, tips essentially and strategies that you can slowly start applying and and this is going by my experience with some of the players that I've worked with who kind of struggle with sleep and these are some of the things that have helped them but there's a plethora uh, meaning there's so much a great range of of uh, aspects that you can apply for you to improve uh, in your sleep and that's something I feel like I need to go in a in proper depth um, with a sole topic of sleep so the first recommendation is for you to not to go sleep until you're feeling sleepy. Now, we're all conscious of sleep and the importance of sleep and the need for good quality sleep. So it does get to a point where you know you want to sleep and you kind of try and get yourself to, you know, you almost force yourself to sleep. The problem with this is that it, it's going to be delayed for you to enter into the deeper forms of sleep. And because of that, or consequently, shall I say, your mind starts to wander, your, your, your mind starts maybe focusing on the game, maybe negative aspects and maybe you start worrying that you're not sleeping and that delays you even further and that then gives you the negative, it then births negative thoughts that can counteract some of the good preparations that you've made for the match or um, even training in some ways. So that's one of the things I would say that you should not do is uh, force yourself to sleep avoid going to sleep until you feel sleepy another recommendation is do well avoid taking daytime naps by doing that you delay the onset of sleep later on in the day and i'm talking about nighttime sleep so you delay that occurring so you know typically if you go if you have a a, a nap in the daytime you tend to go to sleep later in the day but you delay the onset of sleep and that obviously ruins the opportunity for you to have good quality sleep during the night uh, However, though, there are occasions, especially as footballers, your schedule's all over the place. Um, if you do have a nap in the day, try and limit it to an hour, which allows you to be a little bit sharper or improves your concentration for maybe some of the tasks you might have during the day um, and also doesn't interrupt the, the ability for you to sleep later on in the evening. My next recommendation is for you to try and have a regular sleeping time now. The moment I've said that, I know that cannot exist. But try and keep it within plus or minus within an hour. So, you know, let's just say you usually go to bed at maybe midnight or 11 p.m. Try and keep it plus or minus an hour around them because you slowly get your body into, into a circadian rhythm. That's the terminology, but almost a rhythm of you sleeping and, and being awake in the daytime, you know. So I know match days and sometimes international traveling might be um, a bit of an exception and you know, fortunately have to live with that, but try and keep your sleeping pattern with plus or minus within an hour of, of um, each other. And lastly, I feel like this is probably a great way to kind of like just leave and conclude with sleep for now until we revisit it at a later date. I'm sweating, aren't I? Getting rid of this cold. Um, is for you to not force yourself to sleep. Um, you don't want to put the pressure on you sleeping. And so by taking that pressure away, leads to sleep so there's no forcing there's no pressure on yourself you just allow your body to get yourself into an ease of sleep and that has improved effects on your temperament you know so less biting at the referee in a negative way or getting yourself in a bit of a squabble and um, that could potentially get yourself sent off is just having no pressure on yourself so that's sleep so the next thing i want to talk about is you conditioning yourselves now i've been in you know i've been at football clubs from academy first team in different leagues and what I have seen not from every player and what I have seen though is the, the lack of investment and dedication to the recovery aspect 
you know um i feel like from the athletes that i do work with boxers do this a tremendous amount maybe because it's also by force you know um but they have to recover especially because of the, the immense of physical uh abuse that the body's gone through essentially and so recovery is so important i've seen players you know just lie on a foam roller and take it a little bit easy but i do believe that athletes especially if you're playing at this every three four day rate for you to recover and really invest and dedicate and improve your commitment to recovery in in terms of football games you think about those that have the greatest amount of longevity in sport or even lowered and limited injury rates we're talking lebron james talking even serena williams bouncing back from having a baby Roger Federer, Ryan Giggs um, at the time, um, Cristiano Ronaldo, they all will invest in their physicality and he a heavy amount is due to their recovery and conditioning their bodies and ensuring that their bodies um, have recovered to a point so they can repeat that same intensity again and again and again. So my question to you is do you invest enough in your conditioning? You know, if the physicality is important in terms of you developing the fitness and the, the level of physicality to endure, the demands of your sport, the mentality, you're listening to me, so that's an investment and some people have got themselves um, some books, the mindset planner, that's great, the psychological side, but conditioning is its own separate entity and this is going to be so important for you to be able to laugh throughout the season and potentially avoid injuries. It's not always going to happen, sometimes there's a freak of nature, but there is definitely an association with conditioning yourself and making sure that you're invested in that and your ability to recover and be able to perform for um, a number of games and we have that out there from the athletes I've just mentioned. So um, you will know a little bit better than I do, um, you're surrounded by the people that can give you more advice on that, you know, um, Ryan Giggs did yoga, he played to 41, um, LeBron has his investments, uh, Ronaldo, you've seen what he's like, he's an animal, but also recovers well as well. Um, maybe, hmm, when I break this down into a further um, Actually, it makes no sense. I was thinking of contacting a boxer and speaking to them, but maybe I'll do something like that on social media. But anyway, um, now considering the whole concept of a, a, a whole season, you know, nine months, three quarters of a year, there's going to be times where it gets a little bit lonely, where you may feel like there's limited people to speak to, you're not getting a number of, like, or probably getting limited support. You know, it, there are tough times that do come, and it's important to make sure that you have those people within your circle and within your camp. Um, some people that you like to spend off, off the field moments with, whether it's you know a companion, whether it's friends, or whether it's a teammate, or even some other professionals that are supporting you throughout the season. It's important to make sure that you have those people established, you know, and making sure that there's regular contact, whether it's coming from yourself or you know maintaining contact with those people that you know that you get that support from, because there are times in the season where you know people are gonna assume that you're okay. Um, but it's always good for you to have someone and an outlet to always communicate with and that's really important you know so whether that's within a professional realm whether it's like a trainer a psychologist um, personal whether it's friend family companionship or it's important to make sure that off the field you're making contact and communication with those people that are able to provide that support and maybe I would I'll go as far as recommending that every week that there's someone that you're just engaging with and you know in, in and getting that support and that's important for you you know it's important for you consciously subconsciously to make sure that you have someone that is supporting you along the way but anyway um all of those subjects will definitely 
um, explore in greater detail but I wanted to provide some food for thought today especially just realizing the intensity of everyone's schedules playing Tuesday Wednesday maybe even Thursday Saturday Sunday every week right now so there's a lot of things that need to be balanced and a lot of things that need to be maintained and hopefully this episode today gives you a lot more of an idea so you can become more well-rounded in terms of you being um, someone that's looking after their their well-being physically mentally socially as well all right so moving on to next week and yes i look forward to speaking then